Welcome to the Sign Radio Show. This episode, it's all about revision. We discuss the events, combos, releases, and yes, we will talk about Twitch. Welcome to Design Radio Show, episode 11. I'm Aki. Maxwell. And I'm Sevoid. And once again, we're back. It's the fourth episode in a new series. And indeed, as I said before in the old series, that if we wouldn't do it regularly, you can throw pies at us. I will say that again for this series. If you don't do it regularly, you can throw pies at me. But make them tasty. But as we're, we're going very strong with having a regular uh, episode every month, so I'm very happy for that. Thank you guys for joining me, everyone. <laughs> Our pleasure. So, yeah, we have a lot to talk about this episode. Uh, revision has just been. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I think for the first thing is that uh, the demo scene has another UNESCO declaration, this time in Germany. Let's quickly touch on it for people that weren't at Revision and haven't seen that seminar there from um, Melkor. So what does this mean for the demo scene, you guys think? Well, I don't. I cannot really judge it because I don't know what the benefits in the end are of that. But you guys are involved on on in your nations about this. Uh, can you tell us a bit what that is about? What the end goal is of that? Uh, I mean, I've just started the the work for the Swedish section um, together with Go to eighty. So far, uh, we'll see exactly what it entails. Uh, it right now it comes down to just to present um, what the demo scene is in not too big of a word uh, list of words. We need to present some uh, details about us, what we do, what it is for, how can this be beneficial for this community to be acknowledged in this way. But to be honest, I haven't really set myself into the full extent of what it will mean in the long run. Um, I mean, that that's what they're getting a lot farther in uh, in Finland and Germany, for instance. Yeah, and it's we're looking at it as well. It's, it's, it's a heritage, like you kind of secure a certain thing as a heritage thing that's important to the culture. And checking the Dutch one was hilarious because our heritage is the broodje kaas culture, which is the sandwich, which is cheese culture, which every foreign person that has ever been to the Netherlands will be baffled about it. Our lunches are very drab and dreary. It's just like a Brad with pieces of cheese, but that's heritage. And all these things that define your culture in your country. And then the demo scene is a part of that culture, like a digital heritage of like, this is, has been important to the country. So we had like game studios and like a bunch, like most of the Dutch game studios are from the demo scene in one way or another, like originated there, like many game studios. So it's kind of in that aspect as well. But uh, I'm just having it. And, but I haven't, I'm not sure about if there's any like financial benefits or like i don't really know i doubt there is really but uh well who knows but uh, as i said we we have just started here in sweden as well and we're looking at things i mean dice obvious demo scene connection being demo scenes and everything we have some musicians we have some some prominent public figures that basically all comes from the demo scene in that sense and those are kind of the points that we're trying to push as well just to, to highlight. We'll see. I mean, they, there needs to be quite a lot of documentation gathered and, and sent in. So we'll see where it, where it goes, really. But overall, it's awesome to have this, like, UNESCO basically validating the scene as, like, this is a, of cultural importance. And I think that's absolutely true. And as one of many DIY scenes of, like, it started with a bunch of kids mucking about with computers back in the 80s. Uh, but it formed something greater, and to have that acknowledged is, I think, in my opinion, absolutely legit. I think yes. Robbie Jarrett deserves to be cultural heritage because <laughs> it is a very important demo with a very important message. And just well, I mean, if we get this to be a a, a certified heritage here in Sweden as well, I can actually finally show my mother and father something like, "Hey, this is what I've been doing all these years," because they kind of bash on me to this day about this it's culture right yeah, it's, <laughs> culture. it's culture <laughs> yeah really i actually got off the phone yeah i got, got off the phone with my mother just uh, half an hour ago and said what i was about to do today like well, recording a podcast 
are you still doing that stuff? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm t- I turned 50 this year, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds, sounds like my boss who was a demo senior and still says that, but my parents have always been like, try to understand, and my mom had a name of friends with real names and nicknames, so she knew who I was talking about, and she always, <laughs> she listened to the podcast as well. Oh, oh that's good. So how are your parents in this situation, Axel? <laughs> well, she knew it back. My mother knew it back then when I made the music uh, back on the Amiga, and she always saw that I was work well doing stuff on that computer. But but nowadays she's not, of course, following it anymore. But uh, I can I can see the expression on your mom's face actually, uh, as if I were like, "Oh my God, he's still doing that." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this kind of moment. <laughs> Be proud of it. Yeah, I am. No worries. <laughs> Especially when, I mean, we, we had uh, some um, people from my, uh, I work for the biggest newspaper in Sweden. And uh, not last year, 2019, we actually had uh, a team of journalists and photo- photographers visiting Gubdata in Lund. Uh, so we actually got uh, a, a real article about it. And then I could show that to to my parents, and I was like, "Okay, so so there are more middle aged white men doing this." Okay, <laughs> but hey, <laughs> wow! Oh. Uh, I'm I'm happy that my parents tried. My mom watches the the stream every vision for a little bit to see what's happening. Is like oh, that's cool. just to have no idea what's happening. To be honest, to be fair, like I have no idea what we're doing, but just happy, like happy you're having fun. Yep, with your friends. That's good. <laughs> So yes, but yeah, let's go. It's interesting stuff. Let's see how that evolves, and if more countries will, um, they will get that uh, uh, UNESCO badge. And so, is that going to happen in all the countries now, or people that apply for it? Right. There's a bunch of countries that have applications running at this point. There's a big uh, Discord server for it. Melkor, how job is involved? But yeah, the Discord, yeah, Discord is pretty active right now with various countries are involved, which we can talk about in a little bit. Uh, when we talk about revision, but yeah, f- f- find find them and uh, and see what you can do. It's a it's a great effort to make the demo scene just a bit more cemented in our cultural landscape. Yes, it's a very good thing. So that the moms will actually acknowledge. So it. all the moms actually knows what the hell we were doing <laughs> all this whole time. <laughs> so just that, let us go to revision because it's been uh, at the time of recording not that long ago, and it was a, uh, in my opinion, fantastic revision. So first, quick things you want to say before we go into the specifics uh it was amazing too yeah awesome compost uh, we'll get to the twitch part later in this discussion as yes. well by the way because that's the that's the the big elephant in the room in in one sense but i i mean from a sort of participation standpoint, uh, i was part of commenting uh, for the daytime version of the compost and it was really amazing i mean i was baffled each compo just exceeding the next one really I, and I will say that your guys' commentary was really fun to have the scene set, uh, introduction, extroduction, little talk about the entries, uh, good roster of people that were kind of shifting in and out. And that was actually enhanced the party a lot, like for a second time doing a vision online. Definitely lots of improvements of running it smoothly and having a really entertaining stream. I had it on for the whole weekend and it was just, it flowed. Yeah, that was, so thank you for that as well, Ziffoy, for being there. Personally, thank you <laughs> well, for that. Thank you as well, because, I mean, we did a lot of work in, to try to improve from last year, because last year was kind of last-minute planning overall. Uh, our part got in there very late. We were sitting basically on that Friday. It's like, so what What are we going to do? When are we going to go on? What? What's going to happen? Uh, this wasn't the case this year. It was a lot smoother, way better planning from the beginning. So uh, it actually worked out pretty well. Just curious, actually, what, when you when you're commenting that, is, are you going to see, um, you know, the next entry and all which names are in the comp? Are you seeing that just in the same moment that the audience does, or do you at least know a bit in 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 advance that you can prepare? Like, okay, the next group is going to be that one entering, or I can say that we have in no way any connection to the actual organizing part of the admin interface at all. Not whatsoever. Not really. No. Of course, we can actually see what <laughs> what entries are coming up. That's mm. uh, we we always get the question about. So, how many entries are there? And we're <laughs> not disclosing that because uh, that that would be spoiling. We have done that on various parties, but uh, especially from from revision standpoint, they don't want us to spoil 
the, the amount of entries. But we do okay. know. I mean, we get the playlist um, in advance. Okay. Uh, but it also depends because sometimes we kind of like it to, to to be surprised as well. So, but we don't really dig into things. We we're not looking at stuff before it actually is shown. So our reactions are are real time. Look up the history maybe a bit, or did they enter last year or something? Or yes. If you don't know the person who entered, you can at least look them up quickly. Or I don't know. It helps in commenting, right? What is this yeah. research? <laughs> well a lot of improvisational uh, research is being done live that's true but then again i mean most of us actually have been part of this and and follow quite a lot and we have truck in our stable as well so it's uh if we want some trivia don't matter about anyone then we have him just point to him it's yeah but you want quick trivia right not not the long one well <laughs> long here's one. the thing no yeah yeah he was actually doing good this year and i will say because yeah, it yeah. feels like some of the stuff that you get to see the sheet and it's actually new for you guys mm-hmm. my one of my favorite moments uh, was at the 64k competition where ink had their 20 year anniversary intro and truck just going ink is not 20 <laughs> and just really this existential moment of like, no, it can be. They can be right. <laughs> they cannot be 20 years old. But their first production was Takeover 2001. <laughs> so definitely yeah. 20 years old. But that was so heartfelt and so absolutely perfect. Everybody's mindset going, no, no, those are new schoolers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it's quite good fun to actually discover what's what's coming up. So, we, yes, we do have access to the playlist of what's going, coming, but it's not always that we actually prepare anything in, in advance. Right. When when we're doing actual shows live on Scenesat as well, uh, as in the radio stream, then we need to update the stream titles and stuff. So we always export the, the playlist so we have them, them available. But since we're just doing the uh, the video stream now on this, and, uh, and we have a full video studio to to prepare with the subtitles and stuff, we don't have to do that. So, so we don't need that much pl- planning in advance. Right. And I think, yeah, it was for second online revision, heavily visited. We had tons of visitors, up to 5,000 already doing the, the Shader Showdown earlier compose. The Shader Showdown was 2,000, I think, but then compose immediately. Like, I don't think we've ever, ever had this many viewers no. on the stream. I think we peaked at just around six and a half, uh, six and a half thousand this year. Yeah, that's oh, that's amazing. Sounds insane to me. Yeah, for a Demosine event, even though it's the biggest Demosine event. That's true. Six thousand viewers is a lot. Yeah, I mean, even when moving over to the the other streaming system after the breakdown, there, uh, there were still three thousand viewers, which is so. It's not only to uh, say that oh, you're visible on Twitch. That's not the the case. So it's no. uh, it people are really interested in this yeah it was uh, it was cool to see i was happy and i will say like go into the competitions go into the productions it was a jam-packed revision and in my opinion it was a very high quality revision yes tons of high quality entries uh in every competition usually there are a few competitions and i say this respectfully as i always am because i usually participate in the very first competition of revision which is the track music competition that I explained to somebody, it's the first one because nobody really gives a shit about it, which is not true, but it's <laughs> no. the one that kicks off revision. Yeah. Um, and, and But all the competitions, super strong entries. It was really fun. So what were some of your favorites? I mean, the, the reason why the, the track music compo is the first one is to get people to wake up and get started. Right. That's, <laughs> right. that's the, the main idea because, hey, we need an upbeat competition. Uh, but yes, the music competitions were really, really good actually this year. And uh, there are always a lot of entries, so there are always pre-selections. But I, I feel that they did, did the pre-selection really good this year as well for these ones. I, well, I don't know what was pre-selected out, but I, as I, know that <laughs> I was going to say the same. How, how do we know? <laughs> A revision, usually the tracker music compo is the competition that doesn't get pre-selected because there's not that many tracker entries. Yeah. And the last two revisions online, both the uh, tracker competitions had so many entries, they had to pre-select. So it's absolutely like picking up also with people participating from outside, being able to participate from everywhere. Big influx in track music, which I absolutely love because it's one of still my favorite thing to do is fiddling with trackers. Mm. It's just like a little puzzle. But yeah, any favorites from you guys? Anything that blew, that blew your mind? Some that we want to call out? My favorite was there from Still, but um, that just really completely grabbed me in the combo. Um, yeah. 
And then, of course, some other fun ones. Also, the Amiga demo um, by Flex was great. Um, that soundtrack from Xerxes, God oh, damn it. Yes. <laughs> I laughed out loud from the gas boat uh, a cappella <laughs> production. That was hilarious. <laughs> but maybe that's just for Amiga musicians. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess it was very, a very referential one. And I'm that, that one that doesn't really hit for me because I, I, yeah, I'm not really that much of an Amiga guy. It was well made, as Gaspardi always does. But uh, yeah, and that's still demo. I agree. That was just fantastic work. Absolutely. And Ziff? I do like the PC64K intro compo. I mean, both Conspiracy and Nuance, and as well as FMS Cat's entries were really, really good. I love the fact that, for instance, Conspiracy had a very different feel than than previous ones. Very polished, very light in in the sense of difference uh, compared to previous entries, for instance. I uh, was that new render. They have a new new render, and it's it's a showcase. It was if the, the amount of scenes in the conspiracy uh, intro was astounding, and the soundtrack was absolutely fantastic. As again for all the music in everything at Revision this year, I was super impressed. Yeah, soundtracks were for demos, for intros, for guys were so good, and that conspiracy intro was no difference. Um, it was just, it, it connected with the visuals. And even though it was, as somebody commented, like, it's just a 3D show in the middle of the screen. I think that was Fiverr, Farbrow, from Poet. But it's so well done and it fits. It was beautiful. And I think that was the case there as well. It was a showcase for them going, like, this is what we can do. I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. But again, to, to morally elaborate, uh, for me, one, I have to say my favorite entry of Revision was uh, NetPoet's uh, streaming music entry. Oh, yes. Uh, for Amazing. a special reason as well, because uh, okay. it was kind of based on I have been in Zoom conferences with him when I wasn't doing it well. And it was over the lockdown and we didn't see friends. And he actually turned a little bit into that song. And it was just such an, it's such the feeling of now is like, it sucks. Yes. But do we stop? No, let's just turn on our webcams and chat and be together, even though it's hard. And that just was exactly the now, the second revision online. We're still not out of it, but damn it, we'll just go on. Absolutely a highlight for me there. Yeah, really, really well done. And also uh, all the, the chord changes and progression changes and everything in that one. It's like, okay, so we have this tempo now. Oh, that's cool. And this time signature now, a really, really surprising entry. So I need to catch up on that, right? Yes, you do. Yeah, oh, you should. You were sending me snippets of like, oh, I got this now. Oh, I changed the rhythm. It's this now. And so what should I do with it? Like make two songs. Like just do all of it. Like do all of it in one song. <laughs> and and that he's having, he has piano lessons. So he's learning about uh, chord progression, which is really funny to me. Like he's a musician for more than 20 years, 25 years probably even. And now he's like, no, but I'm learning about how music is actually made. <laughs> And why this works, and it showed, and that just made me really happy. But yeah, there was so it's so hard to pick because indeed, as you say, like demos, uh, really good stuff in there. The still demo, indeed, so much emotion, so much, yeah, just raw, and that, that also with the soundtrack there as well. Like everything just clicked there to convey. Yeah, and with the flex demo, they wanted to have it for last uh, revision, and they didn't finish on time and they wanted to make it more polished and then they pushed it a whole year so to really be completely perfect the, the flex demo for me it was as where everybody going like oh it's a 1200 demo and a lot of stuff is fake like it's an amiga demo probably a lot of it is fake <laughs> but the whole thing was super coherent and uh, the soundtrack that's that's correct soundtrack was just fantastic but then again we had a melon return in the amiga compo as well that just yes. came out of nowhere that was great <laughs> And refreshing. And the same fun, like not not much new stuff, but just Melon being Melon. And I'm just happy to have them back. It's just. <laughs> I actually wondered, do I just love it because it's Melon? Because I see that it's Melon? Or is it, is you're heavily influenced from the past, but uh, still it was uh, quite refreshing would I to love, see that. Could it have been released under another name? No, it's just a Melon demo. Probably not. <laughs> you, would, you would have known. And but also shout out to like every competition, like from the graphics compo, super hard, like super good quality. And the Anzi ASCII compo was really fun. Like I, for the first time I think ever, I watched all the compos. I had them on, and I was just entertained by all of it. So yeah, there's so many highlights to call out. Anything else that you guys think that we should still talk about? It's probably notice noticeable that you that the level of of the entries probably also was due to everyone not being able to do anything else much this year, right? So I think people probably spent a lot of more, uh, a lot more time on tracking or on drawing or on whatever. And I think there was 
quite recognizable in the compost. Yeah, indeed. How, uh, I've actually missed a couple of the compost, one of them being the 3D graphics one. How, how was that one? Uh, they only had uh, four entries. Yeah, there were four entries. They were, they were good, though. Um, there was one from Titus. Yeah, I can't, I can't even recall who, they, who made them, I think. Uh, one from Titus, one from Speaky, one from Halki, and one from uh, Cosmic. Uh, Cosmic was the winning one. Oh. And there were, so people were like, oh, it's only four entries, but it's a new competition. And the entries that were delivered were all really fun and really good and showed the strength this compo can have. I remember that especially Halki had like some hidden details in his 3D scene that they zoomed into, like, oh, look at this texture here. And uh, Speaky had made a whole scene with drunk teddy bears in the woods. <laughs> and they were assuming like, oh, this one is drinking three beers at the same time. And this one is puking. And <laughs> um, it showed the potential. I think that this competition, it was a really, even though it was only four entries, it was a really good start of like, this is what you can do with it. Now go make entries for next year. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if next year there would be a big influx of entries. But apparently they didn't um, manage yet to get people from outside the scene to contribute to this compo, right? So you um, probably with some more outreach that towards, I don't know, the gaming industry or whatever, that you can probably get some of those people to participate more in that compo. So I guess that goal was not achieved yet. I think it's hard for, now we have something to show what it is. Mm. And I think that also just attracting somebody from an outside group of like, hey, participate at this demo party for this competition. It will take a while. We had it with 8K as well. Like it will take a while for people to go like, oh, wait. And then sometimes it's like, it's still new. It's still something people have to explore and put their time in when they also maybe make other stuff. Absolutely. So I'm not worried. I think we should definitely keep it up for a little bit because yeah, the first try is always, the first revision <laughs> after Breakpoint stopped had only 600 visitors. Yeah. Because people always have to test the waters, right? It's always yeah. a little bit like, oh, it's the first time. And then the second time is like, I wouldn't be surprised and this is now uh, recorded, so you can we can look at it next year and listen to it and see what happened. That next year, the 3D competition will have way more entries. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it. And hopefully some other parties are going to um, do that as well. So probably it spreads the word even more. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, and there's, there's still so many entries I want to talk about because it was just so good. Yeah. So many heartfelt entries as well, like, and even the tying to... Uh, I keep talking about Still and Pixter because his gig with Wake was really good. And then the Wake demo is just what a tour de force there. Yeah, really amazing. Lots of feeling in it. And I mean, that that was the core of a lot of the entries overall. They, they touched the feeling. I mean, just look at the 4K, that one, the ephemeral one from LJM Purix. Oh, I just love that yeah. one. The, the, the combination of uh, the graphics with Purix smooth track there uh, really really good it was beautiful he's so good at it purex is either like like air blasting drum and bass it's really good chill music yeah nothing in the middle <laughs> yeah the streaming compo entry from him was like full on full yep. steam ahead the hardcore drum and bass and then i know he won that as well like he is but that's purex he's like two modes <laughs> but i love that as well especially for lj being uh because we know his like quite uh Structure-based, frankly, like angry, like like eyes and ads and all this, like very grim. And this was just, oh, maybe also because of the pandemic, is going to flow. Yep, it was beautiful to watch. New age, <laughs> just hang in there. Everything will be okay. Yes, and also I must say, uh, I was really happy about uh, the return of an old friend of mine who actually participated now for the first time in thirty years, Iridan, uh, previously in The Shining, but now in Nacolor. So he was uh, oh, okay. art direction for Nacolor's Amiga demo. And uh, well, it was good fun to see him back back in business again. And uh, he he has been really like, okay, so what do I need to know? I've been away from the scene in like twenty five plus years. So what do I need to know? But he he came back really well. So do you know the story behind it? I mean, did did he get interested again, or was there a complete break from it, or did he always watch it and not participate, or do you know anything about it? He's been basically working in the game development industry since well mid nineties and have been quite busy i mean we're, he's touched some things he, he's looked at some things but not really been been able to focus and participate in that sense but the last year he's like okay so hmm, yeah it's still alive it's it's still thriving <laughs> hmm, i should do something again and he's been really really involved in in various things now so so it, it's good thing to to have him back and i mean i had some some other connections with uh with old seniors as well for um 
Offense did a, an Amiga entry as well uh, with a, a music track from Joe Gare, for instance. Uh, that was a tribute track to an old friend of ours, Bug of okay. Race 1911, who passed away in '94. So that was a bit of an emotional thing. I actually wrote some some text for that one as well. But the tempo in the demo was a bit too slow, so I I haven't even seen the parts where I <laughs> what I contributed to because it's a sort of a text display at the end. But there were were as you said, lots of entries with um, lots of emotions overall this year. Absolutely, heart and everything. And I'm so happy to see people coming back as we now have Lemon Dot back. Yeah. Melon is back. So all these people slowly trickling back to the demo scene and it's like, hey, this is still happening. And we're like, yeah, just we kept everything tidy. Just come back and make some stuff. Computer's still the same. Don't worry. Also new stuff is happening. Look at the Shady Showdown because that was also fantastic. And look at this segue I made there because mm-hmm. the Shady Showdowns, I will say, were absolutely a highlight for me also because I was, I was commenting down. Um, but. Every round was astounding. I don't know if you guys caught some of those. No, but just just heard everyone going crazy about it. <laughs> well, do yourself a favor and check them because every round in like the first four rounds on a Friday were like already it was heart to heart from everybody participating, and then the semifinals were insane. Uh, with uh, Evil really pulling something out of the bag in the semifinal round, that was just the moment that everybody on the stream commenting and everybody in the Twitch chat just went crazy because he <laughs> flipped his shader at the end point. And every shader in the last rounds, every every coder to the last minute of the round, they were doing changes. It was terrifying and fantastic. And the final was, unfortunately, Evil tried something and overshot. Ah. I couldn't finish the shader. And Black Hole, who won the shader showdown, really pulled out uh, with her shaders every round she pulled it out of the bag and did something really cool so it was absolutely a fantastic uh, shader showdown as a whole it was like everybody brought their a game i kept saying a lot like everybody's bringing their a game (laughs) (laughs) but shout out to everybody who participated because it was so much fun and black hole for winning uh, but also evil for doing that shader in the semifinal floppine did great shaders everybody that was there so that was i have only highlights for revision that was just like everything was good nothing was really shit I'm still waiting for the VODs to appear um, on YouTube or wherever. They yeah, will. yeah, because that's the thing. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some other stuff before we get to the Twitch thing. Yeah. Uh, did you guys check any of the seminars? Nope, I didn't. Me neither, sadly. I, I only caught a few of them. I was happy to see the seminar from Rimina and uh, Reality because she was a guest on our show talking about these the Discord there and having that as a, as a seminar was just like a really good thing. To if I, and I've got really good reactions on that as well. For people like also reaching out to me, going like, "Thank you for doing the show." So I think it's really good that it's visible. Yes. Um, didn't do the beer seminar because I no longer drink, <laughs> so, so <laughs> feel like I should. <laughs> I love the fact that they send the beer box though, and uh, you could order the beer box for Frankie's seminar. Yeah, and uh, have have taste with him at home. And then reality did one as well. It's maybe a lot of beer seminars, though, for a demo party. I know it's intertwined, but <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, why not? I mean, I think the idea of sending beer was probably was really great to have this kind of tasting thing. But um, I'm sure you can expand the drinks now to all sorts of. <laughs> I would like a cheese tasting seminar. I would <laughs> do a cheese seminar. That would be like cheeses, cheeses from visitors from revision from all over the world. Oh, I would go ham at that. And that was absolutely pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, do more. I like tasting seminars. That would actually be fun, but does it make it a bit more diverse? He says, now stop drinking. I feel not included anymore. <laughs> and then they could actually, uh, the one doing those seminars could kind of demo scenify like cheeses on ease and stuff like that. So just to <laughs> twist things in there, see if they can pull something out of that. <laughs> There was a demo called Jesus and Cheese, right? Which is a parody of Jesus and Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and also not many, many developing seminars I saw. Like I maybe that was also the reason we didn't really catch them. I don't know. I kind of, it kind of got away from me. Yeah, the problem was, well, my timing, family timing this weekend. So I was a bit limited. Uh, this, this is the good and bad thing with an online uh, party like that. If we're actually at the place, we're at Revision, then I am there gone, yeah. for the full extent of the party. I'm I'm gone. Here, I can't do that. I mean, just 
right now I'm sitting here in my bedroom. Um, I have my son coming in back and forth here. And like, hey, Dad, what, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> that was what's happened this weekend as well. So that's the part of the problem. I mean, it's it's great to actually have the time, the family time as well, but you can't really focus on everything, and that's the sad part. And that's also why I could only participate in commenting during daytime. So, um, but that that also gives me. Well, a lot of catching up to do after the party, and since it hasn't been available yet, mm, that's that's a problem. And and I have the same is that I had the revision stream on on my PlayStation the whole weekend, and then switching to the seminar stream was also just a thing. So maybe that was also the thing that you had to switch to another stream. And I kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna make sandwich. Mm. So it's it's there was some stuff was on the main channel, but it's um, yeah, I'm I'm a bit sad that we didn't really that I didn't really get to to see more of that, but good stuff to catch up on. And then speaking about seminary kind of stuff, we did a kind of a bootleg sign show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting to to actually get to talk to not only Defox, but Defox Dojo. And then we had Wayland here from uh, Edison here in Sweden. And we had Hoffman and RC55 from the Nova. Yeah. I, I keep saying Sundown, but but it's, it's Nova. <laughs> I did that during, it was live, so that was yep. also the big difference is we record this and then we have editors, uh, the car guy in Gloom, and Gloom is fantastic work on like taking all the fluff out, but this was live. Yes. So, <laughs> a little bit, I found that actually kind of difficult. It was fun though to hear everybody's, um, opinions and had, we had a good chat there. It was good fun to get some insights in online demo party because yeah. And that was after the Twitch thing, right? Yeah. Yes, right. it was. That's Sunday morning. So we could also talk about that, and maybe we could actually, from that, because that was fun, go into the, the Twitch thing, because that is a big thing we should talk about, I think. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, for those who might not know, uh, Revision streamed the party using Twitch, and during the 64k intro competition, the stream suddenly went down as the Revision channel unexpectedly was banned by Twitch. The whole stream just went completely dead. I was like, so, oh, did I get banned from, from that Twitch now? What's happened? <laughs> Everybody had that feeling. It was, especially because that new one, 64K, was so, it was like a fantastic compo block. The 64K compo had been good. It was nuance. It was a bit like lasers and deer and, and then all of a sudden gone indeed. And everybody mm. was like, am I down? Because there has some. And then I saw that the chat was gone. Mm. And I was like, no, this is something different. And then the discord went insane. <laughs> yeah. Cause you were in there. Actually, no, not in that you? moment. No. But we can just do it quick, like, yeah, so it was, it was, because we didn't know what happened, it was insane. So the Twitch, the Discord was like, what's happening? And then the voice channels started filling up with people. And I joined at one point, because that was the one without limit, that had like 200 people in them, all yelling over each other. <laughs> like, Twitch, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and then it was, I think, Lambda Core going like, we're on it. Like, yeah, we noticed, and this is happening. And and then it just uh, it was gone uh, for like forty minutes, and we got some people going like, "Oh, you should talk to 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 CCC to the Chaos Computer Club and people that help you." And it was back online in I think forty five minutes after it went down. Yeah, I think we had the first uh, connection up again at, after thirty four minutes or something like that, and we had some options because I mean I actually tried to scroll back on the discord later on but it was just chaos you can't really <laughs> you couldn't really scroll back but it was a mess uh but since i was part of the organizing team i and also part of seeing how we could solve this uh we we discussed switching over to scene set because we had the system up and running but our system would completely die if we were to do that we noticed that just by switching to the um the the, the compo studio on sunday night as well it's like when yeah. 300 people jumped onto our server straight away that it was just you know it's completely died i mean we can probably handle the bandwidth because we have quite decent bandwidth anyway but the the well our site is not really built uh this decade even well, not even last this <laughs> decade the site is actually from 2009 so um that's that's why we're trying to remake it so so it can't handle it but so we quickly ruled out scene sets it could be set up as a sort of a temporary thing then we had some discussions with the Solskogen organizers we had some and then ccc kindly s said that well we have a, a system up and running you can use this and so that was quite quickly the, the way we tried to progress yeah I think it's, it's awesome that we could fix it that fast. And later, Defox, I think it was during the studio compo, kind of said, like, 
I actually was kind of jazzed about it because it was something, it was a problem to fix. Yeah. And we never had the idea we wouldn't come back. It was never an idea we can't fix this. And I think that's also because they were at home. There wasn't a whole party hall exploding because the beamer died. Like, it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, that's just, hmm, this sucks, but let's just see how we can solve the problem. And a very, dare I say it, the German approach of like, okay, no worries. Let's just see. We talk to this person, talk to that person, and just find the solution. But indeed, we know what happened. Like, the official communication indeed was an email that said adult nudity. Yes. So that's where we were banned. And uh, we we can kind of guess there were a few entries that featured some, as a European standpoint, mild nudity. But uh, it broke the TOS from Twitch, it seems. Yeah. So do we feel like, was it warranted in that aspect of like... I dare say it was a bit harsh from the Twitch standpoint, especially since, I mean, yes, being a Twitch partner these days doesn't really matter that much in, in that sense. Uh, but we do actually have a representative from Twitch that have been communicating with, with the revision people. So I feel it was a bit harsh to do it that way without any notice whatsoever. Uh, of course, if there were some stuff going on that was not, well, at all okay, well, then I could understand it to to just kill it all, but I still feel it was a bit harsh. Is that an automatic um, trigger that is happening, or is that something that actually really someone had to report it, and then it was because of that, or is that uh, are they recognizing pictures or whatever is going to happen on stream? We don't really know yet, but we also got a, a request just after the the channel was reinstated. Like, so were you happy with the support from Twitch? <laughs> Couldn't be better. It felt that felt a, yeah, alienated. Of like they, <laughs> and I think it's just the problem of having Twitch as a service. Like this is a big company; it hosts tons, and we are like we're happy with six thousand viewers. Yeah, but it hosts streamers that have a hundred thousand viewers. And having a pretty, because that's my opinion is like, it was, was it warranted, I guess. Pulling out the channel under you like that is harsh. But if we broke their TOS, their TOS is their TOS, and we choose to partner with them. Yeah. And if they decide, yeah, sorry, this is just not in our terms of service, then they can do whatever they want. That's, and that might be the problem if it's your main. Mm. And people getting angry at Twitch, I think it's like, it's, it's, it would have been nice if they would have gone like, okay, guys, this happened. Uh, we're going to have to suspend your channel and you have like an hour to fix it for a smooth transition. Yeah. Uh, but I think overall in the end, it wasn't that big of a deal. We were online very quickly, if I'm honest, even though it was like, oh, it was shit. And I mean, awesome for CCC helping out. Uh, we'll get to that later, like alternative. But I think like it was annoying. And but I think like yeah, it's it's just something that happens when you partner with a big platform. It's and they probably have hundreds and thousands of these kinds of incidents, right, per day. Yeah. And at one point you moderate, and I think it's it's Twitch is awesome to have as a platform because they're really big. They have great apps. Yeah, you have apps on every on your PlayStation, on your TV box. There's a Twitch app, and you can use it very easily. So I think that's it's just a shame that is, yeah, that that, that we're we can no longer can use it maybe and probably next one next time everyone is going to trigger it on purpose right <laughs> in the next compost <laughs> next year well it's it's and it's also the demo scene and it's also i felt a bit like maybe i'm getting old but of course everybody goes punk in the demo scene and i saw that the website wuskitrank.xxx is already registered which is just wuskitrank's butt an animated gif <laughs> and that's because indeed poke demo scene and, and of course we'll go double down on it and i also feel like yeah but it's I actually respected D Fox in the end when he went on the Twitch. He's like, hey, if you talk about mm. Twitch, Twitch, be humble, be nice. Yeah. They just do their job. It's their service. And we just have to now reflect on ourselves. It's like, what do we want to do? And if we feel we don't gel with their TOS, then we have to find another way. Right. Yeah. And I think we all agree, like, what we saw on the stream in our, like, European values is fine. Like, we are like, yeah, that was nothing. But that doesn't really mean anything because it's their choice. It's their TOS. Yeah, and it's not really warranted to actually, well, go amok like some people did uh, about this either. Like, yeah, fuck Twitch and everything like that. I feel it will hurt us even. Like, I feel it will hurt us to be like, this is how yeah. you handle it. Like, yeah, it, you can you can find it stupid, and I absolutely agree that for me it's like, yeah, it's. But I, my opinion is indeed, but that doesn't mean anything. Not just wondering, are they already 
um, considering alternatives or are it's rather going in the direction of finding a solution with Twitch, um, you know, like give us um, a notice first before, before you ban us or something? Well, with some insight into this, there are discussions going on. Uh, I mean, from a scene set standpoint, we will be happy to see what we can help out with and what we can do, but we can't do it by ourselves either which probably will not be needed either because, I mean, a lot of people have already raised their hand and said, hey, I want to help out. I can supply this, I can do this, and I can do that. It's just a matter of, uh, I mean, it's not, we could technically get a platform, a streaming platform up pretty quickly now. I mean, our system is already working. We just need to beef up the metal that running uh, that's running it. But, I mean, th- there are things to consider as well. We want to do it self-catering for, for party organizers to be able to to actually just, hey, I need to set up a stream this weekend. Can I, can I do that? They get access to the system. They can actually manage the stream themselves. But we also need to have a sort of a system in place for, for chat. Where, where should we point the chat to? Uh, Discord is not the best way in all aspects of this either, but it's simple. I mean, there are so many pros and cons uh, into all this. So what we will do is to actually sit down and form a sort of a working group and see what we can do. And we will definitely involve um, CCC into the discussions as well, not only for, for their offer to help, but also, I mean, they have a, a pretty well-built system. It's all open source. It can definitely be looked into if we can replicate that and have as a sort of a, either we do sort of the, the main central part and then use CCC and others as, as edge relays or the other way around. It, it completely depends on where we want to go with it. But there are also implications. It's not just to set something up that a lot of people will use and then we're just going to use it. There will be legal implications if something, well, goes berserk as well. So there will need to be some sort of responsible publisher for this and ditto and that kind of stuff. So it's it's not that easy. It's it's very easy to flip up a, a technical solution, but there are more t- things to consider. Right. And the responsibilities that come with it are not that easy to take, right? No. And that's why there are not many streaming platforms. If you look at like other, other options that we have is YouTube, well... That won't even fly if we know what YouTube is like. Very copyright trigger happy. Uh, Facebook, that, even thinking about that would be hilarious. And what else is there? I mean, that was the pro of Twitch is that we were on the front page. We had this whole back this whole kind of people could find us. And and now we're already indeed, as you said, Zephoid, and I understand that as we're going into looking into fixing it ourselves, because we don't want to be limited about somebody else's TOS, but it has a lot of implications. Yes. And I mean, we can't just, well, let everything go and just uh, allow everyone to do everything either. That's, I mean, there still needs to be some sort of guidelines, but it's the same thing yeah. with a party. And I mean... We yeah. have this discussion overall um, in the demo scene right now, and it's uh, it's not a lightweight discussion to see, uh, but we we're not after, and, and this is part of what I dislike about the the Twitch outrage and this was oh censorship and blah de blah de blah. But as you said, it is their TOS, it's their platform, that's what we're using, and we yeah, also people- need to to put some sort of uh, rules onto any platform that we build. Yeah. And people are very quick to say censorship or freedom of speech against a company that has their own TOS and can do whatever they feel on their platform, what they can do. Yeah. And again, you cannot agree with it. That's fine. Absolutely. Uh, I might agree with you there, but it's also for CCC, for example, as well. I mean, it's great. They stepped in so quickly, but they also have their fair share of like, there's some sexual assault allegations and the problems that are there. So every platform, it has their downsides. We have to really, as you said, like measure and say, what do we want to portray? And that whole, I kind of got befuddled by that whole yelling indeed and like, oh, fuck Twitch and fuck censorship. We should be doing whatever we want to do. That's easier said than done, right? Yeah, at least a guideline. And we're an anarchistic scene. We always have been. And it's, yeah. it's if you rile up demo sceners, then before you know it, the naked Sofa World characters are dancing behind truck on his TV because that's what happens, which I thought was kind of funny, though. But it's <laughs> yeah, actually, course. I tried Sofa World. So yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, Sofa World was actually, <laughs> yeah, it's, they had the voice chat in there this year and, and the cars and it was, I didn't really go to it a lot because I was just on the stream a lot, but absolutely shout out to Pooh Brain for bringing that back and giving that experience. It's crazy the amount of work they put in it to make it run flawlessly. And having that chat option was just fantastic. 
But just to, to sum up the, the Twitch or streaming solution in the, the long run here, we have top men working on it. Top men. Yes. That's true. And I think it showed us something. It was also because people were like, why does this happen now? We've used Twitch for so long. Well, their TOS changed in February, and it got kind of it got very strict on like adult nudity in general. Uh, so think of that what you will, but that was the reason probably why we've flown under the radar for that long. But now it's for everybody to question. Yes, and also, by the way, speaking of YouTube before, uh, we actually tried streaming um, revision to YouTube. I think it was, well, six years ago or something like that. We actually had it running for two hours on a test stream, and then we got banned and kicked off because of people have been, well, they had been picking up stuff that people were playing in the hall. So yeah. you just it was just influxing through <laughs> our mics. You. It wasn't even stuff that we played. So it was background music and content ID detection, and it just struck us out in two hours, after two hours. That's ruining YouTube at this point. Is the copyright is for Instagram is the same there. That is just so intensely quick in taking down your video when there's any kind of copyrighted music in there. So <laughs> overall, it was a great revision, though. Yes, it was a great revision, and I think uh, it was great. There was fantastic entries again, and we were back online again. It, it, it basically, even though it was a big thing, it was a blip on revision. Yep. I have the feeling it didn't really impact the party that much in how fantastic it was, and I just it had warm feelings, emotional feelings. I was very emotional after the demo compo truck, and I want to talk about <laughs> truck, what, was, oh, truck was truck was yeah. <laughs> truck was. Um, it hit him hard. Yes. Has anyone spoken to him after that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it really struck him quite hard. He was completely lost for words. He basically sat down there and cried a bit like that because he couldn't talk. Right. He was so. Yeah, he was struck, and it was. I was. I thought it was lovely because he was. Just, he was so overwhelmed by everything that people were still right. making. Yeah. Everybody that he had thought of was people still make all this stuff, and people show their feelings, show what they want to make, and. Everything was of such high quality, and I think it maybe that was the thing heartfelt and meant and honest and um, I can't really hate on anything that was made, even though that arcade demo that won is not my cup of tea, <laughs> but I cannot hate on the work like no. it's just everything came from a really good place, yeah. and I think that was just overall revision this year. everybody made something. They wanted to make something, wanted to, to show what they had done to their friends, miss their friends. I think that was also a big theme that made it stronger. And I think I have really warm memory of revision already of like being at home. And again, as I said, my first demo party, my first revision sober, which was a completely different experience to any other revision. Also realizing during a compo studio, this is what it's like when you haven't been drinking. <laughs> Welcome to my world. No disrespect to anybody because <laughs> it's part of it, but it's also a different experience. It's just different. Uh, but giving me, indeed, I felt really cozy and I chatted with people and I caught up with some people on, on Discord that I hadn't spoken to in a while and it was just really cozy. And I can't wait. Like next year, mm. we'll meet in person. Mm. I really am quite sure of it. No more streaming. And actually, that's not true because it will be an even bigger challenge to have the kind of online party and a real life party because people are now kind of expecting it from revision, maybe. So that might be scary. Yeah, I mean that was part of what we tried to bring up during our little uh, light Zion light um, talk with the other organizers as well. I mean, it is, and this is uh, a task that we've been well forced to deal with since we started broadcasting uh, from Scenesat, and actually, it's coming up now to. 13 years since our old first party broadcast ever uh, that was birdie in well 2008 so uh, it was a, a while ago um uh, and it is problematic sometimes to actually give people at home the same feeling as you get on the party and now when people have experienced online parties they will expect that if they can't reach mm. the party if they can't go to the party so it, it will be a challenge and um, i hope that yeah. party organizers will see the strength of actually bringing the people at home a good feeling as well combining it a little bit yeah i say i'm happy to help out with like I, i'm just throwing it out there now i'd be happy to help out with a uh, uh, scene set aspect of revision next year while at the party yes but no longer me being the host of the party party <laughs> but being a host of the online party who knows like splitting that up and having both in tandem who knows that might be a fun thing yeah 
Or maybe have D Fox and Dojo on the couch for the streaming part <laughs> and have me on stage for the real party. Who knows? Like having that kind of and then going back and forth to each other. I see lots of possibilities there. That, but I think it's, it, it would be really dumb to go, oh, let's go back to normal. Yeah. And this is what it's like. And just having seen, so that she said, struggle sometimes. Mm. But having a good experience for people at uh, at home. Yeah, we've even been I ordered think. to not be too good at streaming because of people wouldn't go to the party at that time. <laughs> so <laughs> there actually have been explain, explained for us. <laughs> no bus rides. It's a funny thing is that I think that maybe people will stay at home, but I think so many people will come to the party and we'll get so many more people in that will watch from home. Yeah. As we saw now, is there is a great opportunity to keep like entertaining tons of people from all over the world and have shader coders from Chile <laughs> and have entries from Japan because I still want to shout out FMS cat. That's great, yeah. What a fantastic 64K. Yes. So angry at WebGL. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but also one, one good, really good thing with the last two years of online revision as well has, has been to underline what we as scene setters actually do for the stream as well. Because now they've yeah. realized that, okay, so we need to take that into account uh, when we're at the party, we're kind of just built into the mm. system as it is because we're always sitting there. But it's it's good to actually plan a bit ahead about this. And we could definitely bring up some stuff that we did, well, in former years, previous years, with some interviews as well, like that. Uh, and do actual points of this. Uh, we have this group. Uh, let, let's talk about demos with still for a while. I mean, for instance, just yeah. to bring that up and actually do sort of sections with that. And that's definitely some place where you would be great to have part of as well to to help host some some interviews and, and do, do some more stuff. So yeah, but I will say good revision. Yes. Uh, to come back to that. Uh, any more last highlights? Thanks to everyone of the organizers. I do love the fact that some dude actually went to the Everk and did a DJ set outside of the Everk as well. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen I, I missed that. Yeah, he was actually doing an improvised DJ set in front of the actual Everk <laughs> during the party. I think it's it's caught up on the uh, the stream somewhere, so we'll see that in the box. Very made yeah. I did see I did see Slurpee doing his uh, uh, acceptance and, and and speeches for uh, the Meteorics in front of the Ework, <laughs> which was also kind of like, is this a flex? Is this a diss? Is, what are you trying to do? Are we we're all sad now? That's what you mean. <laughs> But also Meteorics, we didn't even really talk about that. That was a great show as well. And uh, people, good like uh, effort for all the people with their speeches. And it was just really fun to get in the mood. Yeah, any other highlights we missed? Like there was so much that happened and so much that was so good. I guess that we'll come back to that in later episodes as well, just to round things up. So, um, I mean, we, we have the 5K run as well. And that was actually quite yeah. a lot of participations this year as well. I love that as well. Tons of people participating and um, Sarex with his like uh, tracking people running a liar around the lake in Norway. That looked lovely. Yes. Had hidden booths behind a tree somewhere <laughs> for the parents to make. <laughs> and uh, we had sticks, photos of sticks with his kids uh, doing the, the run. I got uh, pings from uh, my, my buddies from Decadence, Brightlight and RM doing the 5K run in Finland. Tons of people participating there, so that was really fun. Uh, and I felt bad because I was slobbing on the couch next year, next year, <laughs> next healthy time at Revision. Oh my God, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much good stuff. Uh, I, again, I, so many entries that I loved. Uh, the Pisic one, CCE, Shigon, what a fantastic PC demo. Uh, in my opinion, should have won. <laughs> not even gonna be <laughs> gonna be so humble about it. No, I should have won. That was just fantastic tech uh, fractals in real life, just looking fantastic. Yeah. And that soundtrack, Shagon, my god! Again, all the soundtracks were so good. All the music in every production was just so good. Yeah, and the standalone compo entries as well. I mean, the tweaking the Sid the way that, for instance, Elman does is like. Okay, is this a seed even more anymore? It's like just crazy, um, and the I mean the executable stuff as well. The, the overall, I mean, the winner entry from uh, Wayfinder, you can't really, yeah, you can't really tell that that's for Clang. <laughs> that is Wayfinder again, yeah. and he is so good at, at the trans music. But again, indeed, so many and people outside of their comfort zones making different kind of music. It was just uh, and and different kind of entries. I was yeah. Warm, I say, warm and fuzzy feelings about revision. Yes. And indeed, I miss everybody dearly, dearly. And I can't wait to give everybody hugs again and hang out at the party place. Yeah. 
but it was such a good party. Especially with the music, because, I mean, music is part of my uh, forte yeah. as well. I mean, looking at Sunspire's entry as well, the executable music compo was extremely good for all the entries. Yeah. I mean, it was nine entries, I think, but every one of them was like, wow. Uh, lots of uh, Wave Saber entries as well. And we even had a, an entry from our own byproduct from CSAT who did a Wave yeah. Saber thing. So I, uh, it's just great to see people are creative. Yeah, it's the one thing that the pandemic gives us is people being creative and people showing their, again, showing, to went back to that, showing their emotions, heartfelt. And I think that just made it really special. Mm. And then with the Twitch breaking and with the kind of anarchy that that brings, <laughs> which I also do appreciate, I do appreciate, yeah. it was Mali modding Sofa World. He put a rocket in the golf cart. <laughs> he could take his shirt off. Uh, he was just happily hacking Unity. <laughs> like, I have something to do now. <laughs> and I did also love that as well. There's so world and people start fucking with it. And it's just, because that's fine, because that's also part of it. And Pooh Brain doesn't mind as long as you have fun and don't break it too much <laughs> for other people, but still that. Yeah. Like, it's, so yeah, the whole thing, good experience. Yes. And thank you, everybody involved. And uh, I think we should wrap up. Is there last things we should cover? Last, last things. No, but revision overall was a really, really good party this year. And hopefully it will be more offline than online next year. But hey, from a scene set standpoint, I still hope for the online version, but not only online. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing. It would be great if they could keep it up, both um, both parts of the of the party, like offline and online. Because I think all it I would also welcome it if the participation could be opened still for um, contributing from if you're not on site, I think that would still be great. I'm not sure if that's pro or con such a solution, but I don't know. How do you see that? Should parties just go back to being having to be on site to participate? Well, most parties actually do remote entries except for revision because revision is just so big, yeah. and they always have the thing of like we get enough entries on the floor, so we feel like. Having remote entries might skew that, but I think after this, it was definitely, they, they talked about it a little bit and DFOX definitely was like, we should talk about it and see what we can do there because it's awesome to have an, an, an entry from IQ and have a, but we had entries from South America revision this year. We had entries from Japan, China, uh, all over the place. And that's awesome. And you kind of want to keep that, but, um, mm. yeah, for revision is the question. We already have so many entries and how do we handle that? Like, what is a sane, and it's that kind of, it's dumb, but if it's like a remote entry wins and nobody gets on stage at the end, even though now sometimes people don't get to the stage at the end. So <laughs> is that that big a deal? Yeah, All but, these questions. But the demo combo was not like extremely long, wasn't it? I mean, we had longer combos in the past where it was actually, where you had to be there on site. Yeah, no, I think that was this year. Definitely all the demo intro compos were kind of, were smaller, shorter than usual. Uh, we've had PC demo compos that were like 29 demos. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the impact of that is, and it's hard to tell. So we'll see. I think, I mean, it also has to do with the amount of work that the uh, the compo crew has to deal with as well. I mean, one thing that will help, and, and Defox also touched this, is that opening up for submissions earlier, that can actually prepare yeah. a lot for for the compo crew to be able to record it to be able to and i mean the the core uh, people have been asking this as well why are you guys recording things all the time why not play them real time well it has to do with timing issues and of course um, just to know that there's a stable version yeah. playing but the goal is to actually play everything live that's that's the main goal uh, but yeah. but having the the well more time to prepare the compos will help uh, especially if there will be a lot more entries like this yeah and we have because we need opening the 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 upload because party master in the cloud that's why we could upload earlier now and there's no downside to it let's just open submissions a week early yeah <laughs> people already enter there's zero downside to that and you have a nicely filled database when the party starts yes. probably and peace of mind for people because i remember being done before revision and then having to stress at the party to enter <laughs> But I was already getting drunk, and oh my god, I'm going to miss a deadline. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's so, a different problem. Yeah, if you could already enter like a week in advance and just like done, mm. like so. Now I'm looking forward to see how this will change, and I think 
the next year revision in real life, if that happens, will be an absolutely insane revision because we'll see each other again. I I can't even fathom now how that will be. It will be absolutely chaos, a different thing. So yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to to actually start looking deeper into both the UNESCO thing, but but also get uh, get everything going with a new platform. If we decide that's the way to go, to build a platform for the machine, because that's that's part of it as well. And one thing I think that needs to be made sure from the beginning is that yes, we want to allow this for all parties, but we will not be able to do a sort of a streaming platform for all seniors in that sense. That's quite a big of a yeah. difference because we can't, even though we would like to to be able to have an open platform where everyone can stream whatever, that will take way too much manpower to actually manage and, and moderate. So I think that the, the target will be to build something that can cater for all parties and well, party organizers can basically just say, hey, uh, we're doing this party. Can we use your platform? Yes. Uh, but we will probably not be able to do that on a, a senior by senior basis for, for everyday streaming. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, and that's a different yeah. thing. So yeah, there should be some kind of rule set or some kind of like use case for this is what we do. Yeah. Interesting. So that's going to be an interesting discussion as well. We've learned a lot. About yes. That, so. I'm looking forward to to do that with a lot more people as well. Because uh, as I mentioned on the Discord, this is nowhere we're going to sit down just as scene setters that are busy with life and everything like that and just try to cram something out of it. People are interested in helping out. People will get to help out. And uh, I will make a sort of a public call for for uh, help about this as, as soon as we get some sort of working group together. Yeah, keep us updated on that though, for the next episodes. Definitely. Yes. And and just to commit it on record, so Axel, uh, next year, revision in person, you'll be there in person as well, right? Uh, Mr. Never has uh, gone to a revision, actually. I cannot commit it, but I need to discuss it with the CEO at home. Uh, so <laughs> bring the family along. It's a family-friendly party. A family at home. <laughs> right. You've seen, you've seen uh, Sofa World, just like that. <laughs> I'll try my best. All right. I think that wraps it up for this episode. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, Axel and Zephoid, for joining uh, joining once again for doing this podcast. This show was hosted by Oki, Axel, and Zephoid and was produced, mixed, and edited by Gloom and Gargai. We are currently looking into replacing them with an advanced machine learning data set. Special thanks to Cinedorg, Cinestad, and Bitfellas. Send your questions and feedback to Zion Radio Show at Cinedorg or contact us on our Zion Radio Show Discord. Please do let us know what we should talk about in the future. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give us a positive rating as well. Uh, you can find Design Radio Show on Scenesat as well as Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Ska man få det här att låta spontant också? Vad bra. Det är det där.